I can't fucking play that game I when can't. I have fifty percent health and the like items that restore your humanity in Dark Souls two are not infinite. There's oh a finite god. number of things to restore your humanity. Oh my god. So Wait, like what? Yes. It's not even the people Estus? Even, it's not your Estus flask. It's your what is it in this? it's your humanity eff, human effigy. No, I mean just um Oh, you mean replenishing your full life. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not... Uh, yeah, that's finite. Yeah, that fucking sucks! <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey, everybody. John Hines. Hey, there. And DJ Mandolini. Yo. And we're back, guys, as always, as talking always. about some video games. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to get right into it. And DJ, I know you, uh, I think a couple weeks ago, you mentioned you polished off Demon Souls and still getting some use out of that PS5. So what else have you been playing lately? I've uh, transferred my love from Demon Souls all over to Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. I'm still yeah, in that nice. Souls-ish mood. And, and I kind of can't believe that you haven't started this one until now, to be yeah, honest, yeah. like knowing how much you love that, you know, that series or it's I guess not part of the series technically, but whatever. Yeah, I, I kept saving it for like when I was specifically in the mood for one of these games. And I yeah. was because Demon's Souls wasn't as long as I remembered it being. I, right. I still had some some desires that have been <laughs> needed to be satiated. Yes. Um, so yeah, playing, playing Sekiro, it's very similar to the Souls games, but it's like in feudal Japan, so yeah. a little decent change of scenery. Um, is, it that, is it that similar? Yeah, the gameplay looked a little different to me, or well, at least... It's it feels the same. I don't know. I mean, the, the, it's a little yeah. more fast paced, I guess. Like it still looked like de- as deliberate, but more fast paced. Yeah. Just from the little chunks I've seen. But yeah, uh, traversing. Also, the, go on. No, I, I was just gonna say like. So today I came over and picked up the PS4 from DJ, and I watched DJ play a bit of Sekiro, and that game looks like it controls. So much better than any oh, Dark yeah. Souls. Ooh. That's how I feel Ever. based on just it looking looks. at it. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm not done with it completely. I'm like 40 hours in, but I Jesus. can almost. I'm just 40 hours. Um, but I, I I think I might put it up there as my top of all the Souls and Bloodborne wow. series. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, like just. You know, I like being highly mobile and traversing the world is just like so fun in that game. A, there's no stamina meter in this game, which means you can just run forever. Um, okay. There's a jump button. And yes. in addition to that, <laughs> there's also a wall jump. Uh, nice. And then in addition, you have like a grappling hook that you can attach to a lot of nice. different like high surfaces. And uh, for the first time, in a Souls game, I'm I'm calling it a Souls game because it's the same freaking people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can swim in the goddamn water. Yes. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> Not an I automatic think- death. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking you were gonna say there's like a dash button, which was gonna blow my mind. But I mean, you're moving so fast, you don't re- even really need a dash, man. It's yeah. I mean, just based on what you've said so far, I feel like this game sounds nothing like Dark Souls. Like you have a grappling hook, you can wall jump. Yeah. This sounds like very different to me. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's mainly the combat that you know the focus and similarities lie. Um, yeah, yeah, just following, watching the patterns and stuff. Yeah. But it's just like having the confidence to do platforming things in this game is just so nice. Like even things like uh, if you so in like the Souls games, if you fall from a high enough uh, height, like you just automatically die. Um, This one, you can fall like pretty large distances without even taking damage. And even if you like fall down like a never-ending gap or whatever it doesn't automatically kill you it just brings you back with reduced health 
So like, nice. I feel free to experiment with stuff without risking like, oh, I'm going to lose everything if I try this. Like it's yeah, it's, it's quality of life improvements. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, Lakitu <laughs> comes and grabs you out of the pit. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's not to say like it's easy. I mean, like, uh, sh- sure, like it's a lot. It's a lot lighter on the platforming side it's just way more fun and forgiving but you know i was just gonna say would you say it's more forgiving yeah platforming wise yes um but combat combat is they i mean they they switch things up a little bit there too because um you know like i said there's no stamina meter but in this game like the focus is on uh posture and so if you like raise uh, if, if you reduce an enemy's posture enough, you get to inflict a death blow on them, which means that like they, they automatically die. Um, mm-hmm. And that works like for everyone except bosses. They may have bosses may have like uh, a certain amount of like charges of full life that you have to take down. But um, yeah, so like there's a combination of like trying to land some hits, which most time the enemy is going to be able to guard against them um but even though you're not landing physical damage you're taking down their their posture um and really the most effective way of like taking down their posture is like to rely on counterattacks, uh which are not something i would typically rely on in the past souls games like i think i would usually just rely on like you know rolling uh, for the most part and shield and you know just wait till I get my window but like yep. I think with this you have to stay more actively engaged to make sure that you're taking down their posture especially because like um, if you if you start reducing their posture like but you, know, you give them some time though they will recover it so you can't just like ease up on them you kind of have to stay engaged the whole time uh, is that like a second meter that you're taking down? Like a yeah. posture? Like, is it almost like an armor essentially? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's essentially like, um, a new, it, it acts kind of like stamina in a way. It, it's just, okay. yeah. Um, cause when you mentioned that, I was just thinking of Neo and like, they added like, they kind of went for that Souls style combat. Uh, but it was more like they had the different stances and that's what I thought you meant at first. Like the high stance, low stance, mid stance. I thought you were talking about something like that. No, it's, uh, a, a new meter that'll show up. It's, it's actually, you got to like fill it up. You're not depleting something, but whatever. Okay. Um, Same difference. Yeah. 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 Um, but sweet sweet uh animations when you get a death blow landed especially (laughs) like um when you uh like do specific kinds of counters and i guess that brings up like i don't know a whole other thing is like in this game you you get stronger by not like upgrading your stats like you would in the other souls games but like you kind of earn skill points that you can use to spend on new skills so nice you you just get new tools to use but like you're you're not suddenly like i don't know untouchable because you got your numbers so high it's like you still got to be able to like use what you have well and wisely that's cool um keeps it engaging and and are there like permanent health increases or like permanent like posture for yourself there are uh, increases to uh, health and posture. Normally, they come after you collect a certain amount of items that usually drop after you beat a boss. Um, and the bosses in this game, like, there are some, like, they kind of range in terms of, like, some of them I would consider almost like mini bosses or just, like, I don't know. Yeah, just, like, other, like, generals or whatever that you can just quickly take down. And then there's, like, the huge, like, monstrous, like, what I consider the real bosses. But, like, even those, like, more minor ones, they will drop all those items. Um, But it's the the huge ones that will uh, drop uh, upgrades for your attack. Um, So it's kind of cool in that, like, you are able to upgrade those stats after you beat a boss. Mm -hmm. So So it's like you're not just, like, I don't know cheese farming your whole way right the game yeah yeah like how i play souls games 
(laughs) (laughs) which is why this game intimidates me no it sounds it's sounding awesome to me although i i was really thinking that bloodborne was going to be my way into the souls games and i played it for a little bit on ps plus and i to be fair i didn't play it for long but like i really bounced off that game i couldn't even figure out how to enter a level so after the tutorial so (laughs) yeah for whatever reason i think i didn't take as strongly to that as most people do i think most people consider that the pinnacle of that series of games Um, it just looked a little more fast paced and like kind of how you're describing Sekiro is like i'm feeling like you're you're talking about all the things i wished bloodborne was in my head or thought it was going to be yeah yeah because i didn't notice that significant of an upgrade in pace with bloodborne um I mean, there, you know, there's no blocking, so you do have to be more offensive. But right. yeah, um, again, like, yeah, I think I think Sekiro is um, would be definitely more your speed, especially some other things that it does that I'm just going to keep listing things. Yeah, go <laughs> uh, ahead, man. I want to be sold on this game because it does look cool and I want to like a Souls game. I don't want to be the contrarian all the time. Yeah. Um, well, one thing that I'm glad that this game does not have is you don't choose any sort of class at the beginning. Um, nice. You, huh. You're not customizing the appearance of your character at all at the beginning. Just this is your character. Um, yeah. And like throughout the game, you just have your one weapon, and like there's so th- there's no like equipping different weapons, equipping different Jeez. armor. Um, wow. Though like, so you do have like a prosthetic arm. And, like, you can attach (laughs) different tools to it. So, like, that's maybe where some customization comes in. But it's not, it's not like where with the Dark Souls games, it's like, okay, pick something up. Let me compare the numbers. Like, it's it's not that at all. It's just like, what does this tool do? How can I use it well? Mm -hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah, this sounds like just more streamlined. And then also, like you were saying, just the increased mobility just sounds more up my alley, too. And the little bit of platforming thrown in. Uh, and yeah. any game with a grappling hook, I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, and uh, John, yeah, there's a there's a true pause in this game. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you not pause in the other Dark Souls or oh, the no. Souls? You can, you can bring up the menu, but this game's still going on. <laughs> but yep. in, in, in Sekiro, it's a it's a true pause. So. Thank you. But very you much. can't even pause the game like and not be in the menus. Nope. No. In, in the Souls games, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> Someone man. could invade you at any time. Yep. Find a safe space if you can. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess crazy, that's a good yeah. point because there's also, there hasn't been any invading in, I, I don't think that's a thing in this game at all. Um, hmm. Like there's, okay. there's still like, um, like messages and stuff that people can drop, but there's been no hostile activity, no like directly <laughs> interacting with another person's game or vice versa. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe people took a look at your uh, trophies and stuff, and were like, "Ah, eh, we're not gonna fuck with DJ. He's got I too many, know. too many hours <laughs> logged. <laughs> Forty hours. Well, no, it just on all your games. Yeah, yeah. Your gamer score. Oh, let's see. Uh, I'm I'm nervous to end this though because like this is the problem I get with uh, get into with all the Souls games is like. I know there's all like the optional secret stuff in there and like usually once you beat the game like that's it like you have to start the game over you can't uh. re-access that so I'm like but I'm but I'm not going to look anything up so I'm like in this right difficult like do I trust that I'm doing the right thing like I I've started to discover like there's an alternate way to end the game and I think this might be like the hidden true way to do it but right the good ending yeah and i hate it like when they give you like consumable items where it's like you can use this at a time but like i don't know if if i use at the wrong time (laughs) am i gonna fuck myself like very we all know that pain (laughs) ending the game with a full slate of items oh yeah yeah i mean i just got a trophy that said like i've reached all like the zones in the game so i'm like oh fuck i'm near the end like i okay i I gotta i gotta cross all the t's and dot all the i's before i end this so we'll see i've got that's that's what this weekend is gonna be for me i have monday (laughs) off it's gonna be all (laughs) nice Nice. Nice. No, that sounds awesome. I, I really want to play this at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, if you uh, borrow my PS4 from John, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yeah, John could play it. Yeah, I, it is on there. 
I think oh, you downloaded yeah, it. For a second, I was, in my head, I was thinking it's a PS5 game, but no, no it's, it's been out for a while. So, yep. yeah. Have your dessert first, John. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what that would be. <laughs> well, nice. Well, I know, uh, Randall, I know I actually mm-hmm. checked out a game a couple weeks ago or at least a week ago or so, and uh, that was an NES ROM Yeah. to the point of, like, I downloaded this game on Itch.io yeah. and then realized I couldn't boot it up because it was actually an NES ROM. Like, I had to go out of my way and download an NES emulator. I love it. But the reason I wanted to wait until we could both talk about this one is because, obviously, you've talked about that analog uh, NT Mini that you've got your hands on. Yep. And I know you can load on ROMs, like, onto that uh console or whatever is that if how you, you were jailbreak it yeah. <laughs> oh really That's yeah. not, what about like a flash card or something like that so you, you yeah you could use like a an everdrive or whatever on this because it, it acts just like an nes but there's yeah, also yeah. like uh freely available not a secret at all uh jail you know jailbreak uh version that you could firmware update that you could do on your your nes uh, nt mini and that's okay. what i do and it's i was just like, gonna say and you've done that yeah oh yeah because it, it like it's, nice. it's, it's the exact same firmware as like the official release it just isn't available on analog's website but like mm-hmm. right you know they don't want to endorse or exactly. promote like hey <laughs> install all your roms but then like for people like me and you yes like even if you're just like like, I can truly limit myself in my mind to say, like, I'm just going to download the NES games that I own totally. personally. Like, I used to have some kind of cart. Uh, I think it was the Cyclo DS Evolution. Oh, and sure. And it, uh, it was like a DS, like, flash card, essentially. Yeah. And all I would do is download all my Game Boy Advance games and all the DS games that I own. So, like, when our family went on vacation or whatever, I just didn't have to bring a fucking huge case of cartridges totally. to play my games. I was just like, I can boot these all up. And that was just me mentally being like, I'm not going to do anything illegal. Yeah. I probably downloaded a couple games to be like, let me try it out before I buy it of or course. like downloaded an import or something. But like for the most part, I used it kind of straight up. And like, I think you would be someone who would do that, too. Like, let me yep. get this Evercade or, or not Evercade, but the uh, what Everdrive. was that cartridge called? The Everdrive. Yeah. yeah. And like load up the stuff that I own and then maybe some of these homebrew carts and stuff. And that's uh, one of these games we're going to talk about right now or the game we're going to talk about right now, which I actually forgot to mention <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> of this getting into it. But uh, okay, I'll talk I guess about I don't it. even necessarily know what it's called because it's called Bubble, but it's Bobble, spelled B-O-B-L, Booble, Bubble, uh, with an umlaut over the O. Yeah, but uh, with those a double. super, yeah. like it came out in 2020, an NES game that was released, again, recently, but it runs on the actual hardware. And I was curious to hear how it ran on that NT Mini, on top of the fact that I just wanted to talk about the game oh, itself. Oh, totally. Because I had a blast playing it. Me too. And and I will yeah. say, like, I, yeah, I never got one of those EverDrives or any of those flashcards like it just because of the paralysis of choice. Like, I am right. A1 Which one's for the that. Best? I can't handle it, like. I know I could play any game I wanted and like the whole world would be available to me, but that's like too much for me. My dumb primate brain needs to see like things like physically that I can play as options. Otherwise, it's like too much and none of it exists. Yeah, it's like it's just a list of things. It's not like your game collection. It's just here's a bunch of shit. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Hence why I've never really like sold many of my games since i was like six so like i have all these things physically because they exist in my mind Um, yeah but so so this is a big departure for me to get bobble or bobble uh because it is a rom (laughs) and like i i I was just not someone like i've played emulators in the past but really not very much at all um but this game there is no physical release of and i typically like to do that with homebrews is buy like yeah yeah release if it's available but there wasn't one um, and you, you know, clued me in that this was available on itch.io and it looks awesome. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to like buy that ROM and run it on this NT mini to be a perfect excuse to use that jailbreak technology yeah. for this purpose. And yeah, I had a great time with this game too. Um, Dude, it's so, so fun. It is. It's really well developed. Like there's a sense of physics in an NES game, which is not an easy thing to pull off. Yeah, uh, and it feels all. very tight. Like it it's does. not like you got to learn the fit. I mean, you got to learn it obviously a little bit, but once you get it down, like it's pretty instantaneous. Like I get how this works, even yeah. when they add new mechanics in. Like I get it. Yep. So you are a bubble in water, and essentially you just use the A button to plunge yourself 
drop yourself into the water and then the buoyancy, the, you know, the buoyancy of the gravity like forces you back up and that's how you jump essentially. Like when you release the button essentially. Right. Yeah. And because you're a bubble, you can't touch any walls right. or anything at all. Any hard surface will, will pop your bubble. Yeah. And this is a, uh, for to a little bit of a surprise to me and because I didn't really look that much into the game, it just caught my eye and I saw somebody mention like, this is my game of the year for 2020. And I was like, Oh, I got an NES game. What the heck is going Hell on? Yeah. It caught my eye super colorful. So I checked it out and just like at the couple screenshots I saw, I got the impression that it was going to be like this arcade game, like single screen levels or, yeah. you know, just really quick kind of because I saw some speed runs. Like when I looked up, tried to find a trailer, I saw like speed run five minutes and stuff. So I just assumed, <laughs> oh OK, this God. is some kind of bite size <laughs> little platform. And to be fair, I think it probably only took me a half hour or so to, to play through the entire game. But I mm. didn't do I didn't get 100 percent run, but it was more of like a Metroidvania and yeah. like kind of legitimately like you get a few power ups along the way yeah um you know one that lets you sink a little bit lower yep. one that actually lets you get like a double jump out of the water like That's when you're in midair one. yeah yeah and then good. one that like you can sink in like indefinitely essentially so that once i honestly once i got that it actually got a little bit harder yeah because well you can explore the world a little bit more you are constantly like you can't just like before you get that power up, you kind of if you hold down the A button, you'll sink to a certain level. Right. And you kind of clearly know, OK, now I have this new one that I can sink lower. Now I can get past this. And it's just very obvious, like hold it down all the way, get under this, you know, barrier and then pop back up. Right. But and one of the, the uh, one of the things that's awesome, too, is like when you're in the air, you can also like press that button. Uh, press the A button to kind of drop you back down. So it's like it, yeah. it, you're pulling down gravity, like not only when you're in the water, which I didn't realize at first, but yeah, I'm kind of taking over this conversation a little bit. But what, well, what else? Fun, did you, what else did you enjoy about this game, Randall? Because I, I really just loved that like Metroidvania thing, mostly because yeah, I wasn't expecting it. It's kind of like a it's like a very simplified Metroidvania, though. It's not yeah. like it's not like you're truly gated off. It's just in a in a very like streamlined, simplified Metroidvania. Like you need the next ability to get to the next, you know, open area essentially. Um, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's just really well done that way. Um, and yeah, it's at first, like the controls were a little bit tricky to me, but that's not a fault of the game. They're just like really technical controls. And then once yeah. I got it and clicked in, I'm like, Oh, and I ended up playing through this game three times. Oh Yo. shit! Yeah. Heck yeah! Yeah. Did you get all the uh, hidden uh, rubber duckies? I was going to ask you if you knew about the rubber duckies. <laughs> I got so I got like I think there's either eight or ten total, I think, and I th I want to say there's eight based on that end screen, but I don't. That's know. That's what I think too. I, I just couldn't in my head. I couldn't remember if there were yeah. five on each side or, yeah, or four. four. I think I got five or six of them. I definitely did not get them all, and I definitely had that thought in my head of like awesome another reason for me to play through this game yep i got seven on my last run i'm like son of a gun where's that last duck where yeah. is it because it's it's awesome because there's even like a zone like later where you're like in the clouds yeah. and you actually like when you're in the clouds that's one like wall or whatever that you can touch yes and you'll actually bounce off that and again you're kind of using your double jumps to like clear gaps that you couldn't clear before yep like using your momentum to fly out of the water and then get that double jump at the last second, clearing a gap. And yep. like there's a bunch of like uh, checkpoints along the way. They're just like little, little bells. bells that you ring. Yeah. And it's just it's such a charming. The music is awesome. I like was every zone say. has its own. Uh, yeah, we always save the music for last. But <laughs> man, the music and supposedly, again, this is a true NES game. And yeah. the other thing I will say, the ripples on the water. It's great. Are unreal yeah. like it 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 has that like pico 8 kind of physics -y vibe that i've that we've mentioned when we've talked about pico 8 stuff where we're like i thought this was an 8-bit yeah. console like the ripples on the water are just so like real not realistic it doesn't but like the way they move mm -hmm. it just feels very dynamic and very like I don't know. It's it blows my mind that that can run on the NES. Big fan of the sprite art and animation in this game. It's very well done. And and yeah, the soundtrack kind of having in each kind of distinct zone as you're kind of most of it is kind of vertically distinct. Um, but each one yeah. has kind of a different art theme as you're moving between the different vertical areas. Um, and yeah, each one has its own soundtrack. And I even 
kind of noticed like as I was doing ball upgrades, I'm like, did the soundtrack even like change a little bit from that point since I got that ball upgrade? I couldn't quite tell, but like, oh, like Yoshi style, yeah. like when you're on Yoshi yeah, and it like, adds a little something in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, but I was super into the soundtrack too, like you said. And yeah, I, yeah, my last run when I got seven out of eight, I did it under 45 minutes. And it's just, okay, yeah, nice. Like, I love these games where I could just kind of run through quickly and like, yep, just saw it through again. And, now it's on the NT Mini. I can play it whenever I want. And yeah, I, I hope uh, we get more of these. Apparently, it was an uh, NES dev competition game. Oh. Like, yeah. So it was another one that they made in like a little competition thing in 2019 and in one month. Nice. So, oh, yeah. so some kind of like sort of game jam style situation, probably. Yeah, that Morph you know, Cat if it, was games. A, if it was a time limit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Morph Cat. Yeah, I always forget it's from them. But yeah, I think you have Micro Mages too, right? That's another one we got to get around to eventually. I have it on the way. It's on the way. It's not here yet. But uh, oh, okay. Soon. It was also it was included in that Ichio bundle. Oh, so uh, I so do we, have it. We got Yeah, we got to we got to <laughs> mention. Once you get the cartridge, we'll probably talk yes. about that one too because it's. I played it for a second. It was super fun. So. Absolutely. Yeah, anything more we want to add to uh, Booble, Bobble, Bobble? It's just, it's a fun playthrough, and it just, like, yeah. I love the NES homebrew scene, and, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean in a little bit more now that I've got this NT Mini at my fingertips. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait to hear more about that. And, and the jailbreak situation you said, it was super easy to, oh, yeah. to set up, just oh, to yeah. reiterate that. Because I know sometimes yep. that's, like, an intimidating thing to, like, oh, I got to go through this hassle or whatever. Nope, download a, a bin file uh onto your sd card if you got one throw the sd card in the sd slot boom you're, you're going like it's nice very easy nice pretty idiot proof i like it. yes um well real quick i just wanted to mention a couple other games and one that i actually found by complete accident well like again this bobble caught my eye in the past and while i was searching for it i found another game called bobbles <laughs> b-o-b-l with just an s at the end no umla <laughs> oh, okay uh but it was like this orange like black and orange one bit pixel art pat, uh, platformer and i really like it just had 10 levels and it took me maybe about 15 20 minutes nice. to play through but it got really hard like probably the last 15 minutes of that playthrough or you know 12 15 minutes were the last level and it's mostly just you know you're just side scrolling platforming and you can shoot these bubbles out of your mouth that will bounce off the wall one time and then you can also jump on those bubbles Ooh, land on them and like get a little spring style. off of them yeah so you're using that to kind of like jump over spike pits jump over like it was just really cute every time you beat the level or beat a level your little character like does a little spin move and winks nice um, it's just it's just super cute i had a really good time playing it and just like a fun little like you can just find so many cool little games just poking around on itch.io and again i found this one oh, yeah. just by looking for a different game that i was trying to play <laughs> so ended up playing two awesome games back to back that's awesome um but uh, the game that i really wanted to mention today and uh, i played this a couple weeks ago and I will just say right now, this is already a goatee contender game of the year for my end of the year 2021 podcast when we get to the holiday episode. But I checked out this game called Meow from this developer, Tak or Takori on uh, Twitter they go by, but it's just T-A-K. And it's actually the game is not even called Meow. It's called Meow when like on the actual itch.io like URL, but it's actually just has this weird like cat wingding text <laughs> like i'll i don't know what to i don't know what to call it but it's just i don't know where you would find this uh symbol to mm -hmm. put like i don't know i don't know how you would type that into your computer but anyways um i found this game uh, actually because the developer tack or takori has worked with daniel linson a few times i think they've like helped develop a lot of, or just like make a lot of their websites and whatnot and i okay. loved all of daniel linson's games and just has a really great aesthetic but anyways this game is super simple it's like a top-down adventure game really really low res like when you boot it up it boots up in this like tiny tiny window you can you can go full screen um but essentially there's no there's not even an action button you can just move up down left or right you can just traverse the land and you can really again that because that low res like it's really zoomed in you can't see anything and you're basically moving around you start on this little island with a tree on it and you can climb up the trees that's really like the only mechanic and when you get up the trees you can kind of like you can only see like one tile of the map at a time, if that makes sense. Okay. Like it's a bigger tile of the overworld. But like when you go up on the tree, you can see all eight. So you can see like nine tiles at a time, like the tile you're on and then the eight surrounding tiles. 
And then you're able to see because when you go into the water, the screen starts shrinking in on you. And if you're in the water for too long, you just like respawn on the last island you were on. So you really have to kind of see where you're going. And otherwise, you're just kind of adventuring around. It's super like mysterious and spooky. And like you're going into like these ruins and into this castle and like other than you're just kind of like exploring around. You do find like a couple like switches and like little tiny puzzles, but like it's it's completely wordless. Like there's no anything going on, but just the environments, the setting. I just got so sucked into this game. It was about like an hour playthrough. Nice. And I just had I I just can't I don't know. And it's an older indie game, too. I don't know how. Again, I just stumbled across it through Daniel Linson's stuff, I think. But I just I really, really recommend I did a playthrough. I think it was a stream, but if not, we definitely have a video on our YouTube page. But I I really had a blast with it. And it almost seemed when I beat the game, it seemed like there was like a secret ending afterwards, like something kind of popped up and then the game crashed on me. Oh, no. So (laughs) I don't know if I and I was like, oh, I'm not going to play through it all the way again right now. (laughs) But it looked like it was going to boot like a second or at least some kind of new game plus situation because just Mm. it went back to the title screen, but in a way that. It looked a little different to where I was like, huh, I wonder if that's just because I beat it or if that's just I I don't know for sure. But I'm very curious to see what else this game has to offer because I had I just had a blast playing it. Um, And yeah, just I guess real quick, there's another game called Pipe by the same developer, which is made for a game jam. That's also actually not called Pipe. It's just like a vertical line. (laughs) Okay, but it was just super fun. I love the aesthetic. I'll just mention it. We did a playthrough of that, too, or I did a playthrough of that. So super fun. Definitely recommend checking out. They have a ton of games, too. So definitely recommend checking out tax page. We'll have a link in the or talk uh, in the episode description. But I've been rambling for long enough now. And John, we've been cutting you out for long enough now, so oh. why don't you uh, take it away to close us out here? I've got I've got a bit of a discussion topic for us tonight. Let's uh, go. Because I th- I think it'll have been a couple weeks uh, out since we since this when this episode comes out. But uh, yeah. I was watching uh, AGDQ, Awesome Games Done Quick. Uh, they've been moving it. That's usually a huge speed running event that's uh held in a convention center but they've been moving it fully remote sure due to the pandemic sure. so yeah there there's been uh some normalcy of just like you know ha- the comfort of having that happening again i've been watching that and feeling getting my you know comfort from watching that and yeah. seeing the fun like cool different types of speed runs and different games that they're doing but uh, I was watching a specific run that I've liked seeing in the past, which is the Pokemon Red Blue uh, Catch 'Em All runs, where the nice. goal of the run is to catch all 151 Pokemon by using, like, getting into the assembly language of the game itself and, like, glitching it out, resetting it under really specific situations and, like, catching every single Pokemon by manipulating the code of the game. And I think, pers- I think personally, it's a really amazing run to watch because you basically have to understand the, like, actual code of the game in order right. to do it. And you have to know, like... I like the people when they run it like are consulting basically uh I don't know if it's a spreadsheet but like a like lines of like okay I need to move this many squares in this direction in order to trigger this or something it's a very methodical run and it's not necessarily like usually when you see like a a glitch run in uh like a speed run for agdq like it involves like oh this is a like really specific timing or lining yourself up into like jumping in a certain way or doing something like but this is through a wall yeah yeah this is literally just like manipulating code so it's very methodical and very like step by step like anyone can do it it's just a matter of doing them in the exact order as fast as possible without (laughs) any like missteps along the way gosh yeah and like i had uh before i watched this run i had just downloaded the uh sword and shield expansions for pokemon and i was already starting to like get back into like 
playing Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm in. I've been in post game since I covered it on the podcast like a, <laughs> a year long time or two ago. ago. Like <laughs> yeah, a while ago. Like close to the time it came out, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like there, I'm basically just in the point of where I reach in any current gen Pokemon game where I'm just trying to catch as many Pokemon as I can. There's not really a ton of extra content. Like the nice thing about the expansions is that it actually gives me real content to do. But for right. the most part, yeah. I'm just sitting around like being like, all right, what do I have missing in my Pokedex? Where do I need to go? What do I need to catch? Like I've gotten to the point where like the f- weird thing in Sword and Shield is that you can you randomly can buy or you can buy randomly generated like Pokeballs from like these random vendors. And it's it's not they don't have the same wares at any time. But I, they sell them for very cheap, but they're usually, like, specific specialty balls. Like, this one catches Pokemon in the dark. This one catches Pokemon underwater. Uh, right. But okay. there is a quick ball, which is, it has, I think, a flat rate of catching all, po- like, something, like, around 30%. If you, you throw it at the beginning of a battle, <laughs> like... No, no like parameters change. Yeah, yeah. It's always going to be a flat thirty percent rate, and they're very cheap. So I have seven hundred of those, <laughs> and I am just no more, no more ninety nine limits. No, like <laughs> I'm just going around, like entering a battle, like and because you can see the Pokemon on the like overworld, I'm oh, specifically yeah. going and seeing the Pokemon I want, going towards them, chucking a quick ball. If I don't catch it, run away. (laughs) Like, I'm at a point where, like, I'm not really playing the game, per se. (laughs) Right. I'm just, like, rolling the dice and filling out a checklist. Right. And, like... But that's the game. It's not (laughs) the game. there's, There's other content to the game, but, like... Uh, before I started doing like one, uh, one of my good friends, Danny, like he, uh, like I always see that he's playing it and he's, you know, probably in the same area that I am in the post game, just like, you know, going around catching random things to fill in your Pokedex. But like, I got really excited seeing that. And I was like texting was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to like start a new file on another thing. And like, just, we would like challenge each other to do, do like uh, random like stunt runs where we would like put in random numbers into a or like use a random number generator and whatever the numbers spat out would be the Pokemon we would use in the Pokedex and like we'd have <laughs> okay. to use that. And like that's, that's great. What I was really excited because when I I go back and I play old Pokemon games constantly. I replay them over and over again and like I'll just do that. I'll do random stunt runs or like I'll do a Nuzlocke run or something like mm-hmm. some way to make it fresh. But I can't get out of the mindset for a current gen. Then I'm like, ah, I don't want to reset my progress. Like, catch them I all, c- baby. I could <laughs> theoretically catch them all at this point. <laughs> right, and right. And like, I got really bummed out when I realized that I couldn't just start a second file, like, on because I, I wanted to do a wonder trade where. You just randomly put a Pokemon into the trade system and you get back some, like it randomly matches you with someone else doing the same thing and you just get something random back. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to okay. do was I wanted to like just do a surprise trade like six times in a row and that would be my party. That's like, cool. Whatever yeah. I would get back and I'll be like, that would be fun. Yeah. But I only have one Nintendo online account and that would have meant that I had to, would have had to have deleted my main file in order to do an online trade so i was like i can't do this fun run that i wanted to like set up so i'm just going and like i i'm just out of obligation like playing (laughs) a game that i love that i really do enjoy like it has its faults and it has like you know things that i don't like as much as others or some things that i like more in pokemon games but like i have for whatever reason walled off an entire like i can't play this game in the way that i want to because i feel like this compulsion to play the game as it should be or whatever like (laughs) like you need to catch them all 
so it's not out of because at first I was thinking like that this sounds like the type of mode I get in where I'm just like kind of playing a game mindlessly because more because I want to like put a podcast on and just kind of relax. Like, are you doing anything else while you're doing this? Or oh, are you yeah. just I'm barely the game? paying attention to the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is exactly that. But like, I don't know, like I'm. I, I don't, I'm not really playing the game out of enjoyment, and like I'm kind of glad that like I borrowed DJ's PS4 so that I could just like break myself away from playing this game. Mm-hmm. But like, do you guys get that in like any other games? Is that like something that like, it, like I'm not like I, I guess like we kind of have gotten it where it's like oh I need to beat this game because that makes me feel like I've accomplished something. But like, right, right. have you ever just done something because like it's, I don't know, like a compulsion? You can't pull yourself away <laughs> yes. from it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, mean, I have, and it's called NBA Two K My GM Mode. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you're in like 2042 uh-huh. in your seasons. <laughs> yep. And you just keep pressing the buttons and just keep on keep pressing that compulsion button until you can pull yourself away with something else that's shinier yeah. and force yeah. yourself to break the loop, essentially. And I still think about like, huh, yeah, I had a pretty good team going there. Maybe I should boot it up again. No, <laughs> I don't need to boot it up again. I need to play yeah. other video games. Yeah, but no, it's that's not a good fun. Po- it's just a compulsion. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, that's, that's, a, that's exactly it. Like, yes. I just couldn't stop. It's been a while on my end because I know I've mentioned many times on the podcast, like I've kind of gotten away from like trying to 100 percent games and stuff. But I definitely the last time I can think that it happened to me was like Stardew Valley. Like it was just sure daily routine. Like I'm just I'm not making any progress. I'm not trying to maintain relationships with people like I'm just fucking planting crops, <laughs> watering the crops, like going through, digging them up in the morning. Like it's just like Farming, I'm baby. clockwork, just like. <laughs> produce make more money produce make more money and yeah. like there's no reason to it i already have the upgrades yeah. i guess i probably still could get a few more things but like there's no goal in mind like i'm just doing it because i'm i don't know i just like the music i guess <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. about you Deej? i mean i've uh i've been better about this but i will sometimes get that compulsion to 100 percent something um mm-hmm. I, yeah. I won't necessarily just keep playing a game I don't like, like, forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But I don't know. I, I think it's, yeah, just very dependent upon what is my mindset going into this game. Like, if I have any preconceived notion as to what I should be accomplishing, I it's, it's hard for me to shake that. And I think... Yeah, Pokemon did a brilliant job with the tagline has got to catch them all. Yeah. So, <laughs> like that's impossible to divorce from the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I'm like what I'm struggling with right now is uh I've been playing this uh racing game Trackmania Turbo on PlayStation nice. for a while <laughs> and it's pretty difficult to get gold medals it, it's really just time trial runs like mm-hmm. you're not racing right. like other cars or anything it's purely just get reach this time and yep. there are 200 levels total and i just went in with like i have to gold medal every single one oh. and yeah. I, I i started this a year ago and i'm in the i'm in the Jesus. 90s i'm so i'm not i'm barely like at the halfway point oh my and, god jesus christ like i i will not be able to be satisfied until i <laughs> until i complete that like it's i it, it's interesting i guess which games you decide to 100 percent, and which games you can allow yourself to pull away from right yeah i i think it's like when it seems within the realm of feasibility yeah it's like i I need to yeah oh god yeah i I used to be that way and i feel like i've gotten to the point where i've i can shut it off like i'm more like if i don't love this game i can just beat it and be happy that i just played through it and I, and if there is a situation where you can like unlock extra levels, I definitely want to try to do something like that, especially if I'm really liking the game. 
but I can mostly turn it off if it's just like, okay, I don't need to get every last whatever. But if I'm playing a Mario game, you know, I'm getting all three coins on every level. I'm going back for every fucking thing, every exit. Like I need, I need it in those types of games. Yeah, but you won't beat the last level in 3D world. I I would, I (laughs) would if I could. It's fucking impossible. Yeah, I agree. I'm on the same boat. Yeah, it's so hard. It's the hardest Mario level in any game. Period. It's so goddamn hard. But I, I, man, I'm so pumped for that re-release of uh, 3D world, though. Mm -hmm. Goddamn. But if you can see credit, like, I feel like both of us, Kevin, are on this wavelength where once you see credits, even if you know there's additional game or extra levels, special levels, you don't have to complete it then or even in within that, yeah. like, year. You still have that game. You can go back it's to the, it later. That's fine. Yeah, it's the incentive to go back. And right. It's, it, I almost do it on purpose. Like, I'll leave... Like, okay, like I beat, like the first time I beat Mario Galaxy, and I might have even mentioned this on the podcast before, but I was like, I beat it, I unlocked Luigi, I got all 120 stars or whatever, and then I I was about to start playing it again, and I was like, you know, why don't I just wait till I want to play this right. game again, and then play it as Luigi, yep. which I did, and then beat that one last level too, because I think there's like one secret level if you beat it with Ooh. both Mario and Luigi with 120 stars, so. Nice. You know I got to do it all <laughs> with a with a Mario game, except unless it's Mario uh, Odyssey. But maybe, uh, maybe that's why I don't end up loving the Mario games as much in hindsight, because like I will like play the entire thing in one session, and yeah. I, you know probably overdo it. Definitely but did with like, Galaxy. It's right. different because like so like for Galaxy, that's different because it's like you got to do the whole playthrough kind of. But like I I will do like, for example, I've been booting up uh, Super Mario 3D Land again. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing through that special challenge. Yeah, baby. And like I'm going back to those and like I do typically try to get all three of the coins on each level before I move on to the next level. Like I won't start playing the next level until I found all three coins um, where like most games I like. For like when I played Ali Ali Two, it's like I'm not I can't oh, do man. all of these fucking challenges. Like it's it is impossible. So I'm just gonna play the game. Yep. Yeah. Um, because it's fun. I love that game. But like, there's no way. Like the tricks are so specific. Like I there's just no way I can do all those challenges. I'm not good enough. It is yeah. Like DJ, you said where like if that 100 percent is just just within reach. <laughs> like I think that is something that makes it a lot harder to pull yourself away because yeah like when it when you think about like 3d land for mario like those three coins that doesn't that's not an impossible ask right that is just like a little bit more skill a little bit more like you know trying to do something specific as opposed to like you know just beating the game but like yeah it's yeah i i really need to like go out and break my habit of like needing to 100% things because that is really kind of a self-destructive habit <laughs> that is not helpful. Yeah. I, I will say because too it like it would probably I would probably have more fun playing 3D land if I wasn't looking for those coins like if I really sure, was yeah. just like ripping through like not speed running for real but like you know when I play Mario games I'm always holding down the run button mm-hmm. and like just going as fast as I can and being as acrobatic as I can and I wonder if I would have more fun playing that game not thinking like as soon as I pick up a coin and I think it's the first one and then the second coin <laughs> slot fills yep. up and I'm like, fuck, I missed one and I got to go back or I just restart the level Feels or whatever. Bad. I'm just like, yeah, you're just like, how did I miss? Like, where did I, I thought I scoured this shit. So it is like, I wonder if I would have more fun just playing through and then maybe going through the for the next playthrough and looking for the coins, you know, yep. Um, or vice versa. Look for the coins the first time and then just rip through it the second time. Like, I, I don't know, but I, I do wonder what would be more fun because in something like super mario world you don't have all those coins to collect i mean there's the yoshi coins on each level but they're not like a matter all you have to get is all 96 exits in that game right. so it is more about just getting to the end there is some exploring to unless get you have the gba exits, but- version of it and it Ooh. shows you an outline for all five dino coins on the level like on the oh. level select it does that shit like as soon as i played it on the snes and i was like oh this is like removing that like really self-destructive tendency of me because yeah that's interesting because i think i think in the original wow. it's just if you get them all in one level you get a one up or yes. something like that yeah yeah, yeah. that's interesting yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh man. God. Now I kind of want to play the GBA version because I do want to. I want to get that hundred percent file. They got little voices. <laughs> no, that is annoying. Though. I only play. I'm, I only played Mario Two the most out of like the. I think that was the first Super it Mario was. Brothers yep. Advance. But yep. I do remember that being annoying, especially playing as Toad. It was fine. Just constant grunting. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah there's there's so many games i gotta go back to speaking of like trying to 100 percent or even just finishing a game mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know did you have any more thoughts or anybody else have any more thoughts on that front i don't want 100 percent games anymore i don't want to yeah. do it it's over it's you over should. i don't need those i don't need all eight rubber duckies okay i kind of do <laughs> but yeah i, I know I actually do. I see i do want to go back and get those but i think it's because like you just said you played it three times in yeah. a row and like the last few weeks you've been saying like hey i haven't had time to play games totally. like, so there's clearly like yours saying like i had so much fun playing this game i just want to play it again like that's the, you want to know the something difference? to be said about that and like the, the games that do make you feel that drive of like i do want to go back and see everything this game has to offer well the difference is is i can see everything this game has to offer in under an hour yeah. like it's in a the streamlined three, in experience. three hours you could play through it three times exactly yeah. that's a whole yeah. different ball game for me yeah like that and, and I think freeing. that's that's more what I'm looking for yeah. these days because like I want to just see a game that's like takes a, a, a core idea explores it to an extent yes. and that's it and that's nothing against bigger games no. like I love Breath of the Wild but yeah God I haven't played anything like that in and I'm never gonna while. see every single thing in Breath of the Wild but I hold that game in the highest regard and it's you know that's totally fine yeah too. for sure I still remember like John who's put who knows how many hours into breath of the wild and i remember it, this is obviously pre-covid when you came over but like i remember we were, i was like climbing up the back end of a mountain you were like i don't think i've ever seen this area yeah and you're like 200 plus hours into that game like how heroes cool path is that? mode like yeah. actually seeing how there's so much of the map that you just haven't touched that you haven't Seriously. touched yeah still blows my mind that that wasn't included in the game and that that was dlc but whatever hey, I would have. <laughs> that's a separate point fun. I would have liked it so much more if I had yeah, that one. That, sh- that just should have been a feature included in the game, but let's not fault a perfect game. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already just, stopped I, talking I, about I've been wanting to play that okay. again so badly. Sweet. <laughs> I'm going to start from scratch, I think, and start that up soon again. Maybe I'll even stream some. There you yeah. go. All right, well, I think we can wrap up the games talk for this week, guys. And uh, as always, you can find us on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com. We actually set up a link tree recently where you can find all of our stuff, just link tree slash pursuing pixels. Nice and easy. We'll put that in the bottom, but we're on Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up, Gmail, pursuingpixels at gmail.com. Let us know if there's a game you want us to check out or anything or a conversation you'd like us to have, anything along those lines. Uh, same in the Discord, too. We've been getting some Discord action. I know oh, I've yeah. mentioned that a few weeks, but it's been uh, popping a little bit. So, Big yeah, time. please let us know if there's something you want us to check out or a conversation you'd like us uh, to have. So thanks for listening, as always, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. That's Dunban over there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I should go back to that game someday. Uh, they're good. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to replay through Xenoblade Chronicles because I dropped off when I shouldn't have the first one. Mm-hmm. Me too, me too. Oh, man. I shouldn't <laughs> play X. X is so good. That game, too. I didn't even play that game. Yeah, I never even bought that one. I, I had bought to, it. I had to unplug my Wii U in order to play my... It looks sweet, the, though. ...the PS4 in... Oh no! Time to get the HDMI switcher out. Oof. Yeah, get one for like I, I twenty three bucks. Didn't have enough plugs. With too many systems and too many uh, like never not too enough many TVs. <laughs> no, yeah. not enough plugs. No, there's not enough outlets. I have like <laughs> fuck. I have, two I have so many surge or... protectors. Oh my in my God. house, it's on fucking yeah. It's fire fire situations yeah. for sure. I'm always in panic mode. Like I'm like <laughs> I should not have this much juice flowing through this like two <laughs> rooms in my apartment. But whatever. Uh, All right, let's fucking right. record. Go. Let's talk about ready? video games. Yeah, here we go. <laughs>